going, well, I'm not even in the frame. Where'd you go? I don't know. We had some technical difficulties on the front end of that. We Everything always do. Started acting wacky. Let's see. I'm so pushing the weird. table around the room. and We always do that. Yeah. I know. Got our nice uh, COVID Christmas set up. That we decided to do. Well, I guess I decided to do. I came around the corner and I'm like, there's a freaking Christmas tree in the hallway. Why is there a I Christmas mean, tree? I wish I would have thought about it earlier today. This is the tree out of our dining room, by the way. We don't always have a tree in the studio. Yeah, we don't. No. We don't. This is the first time. I just decided literally at 6.30 to push it down the hall. Yeah. Yeah, she really did. <laughs> Which, by the way, you wouldn't be able to do if you lived in a hoarder's house. Yeah, that's right. That's I did right. A, I did a TikTok video to show people we weren't mm-hmm. hoarders. You showed them one room out of all the other rooms. Well, that's I mean, all they need. But a lot of hoard- hoarders have like one clean room in the house. No, not the episodes I've seen of hoarders. Well, you've watched Extreme Hoarding, yes. Mm. Anyway, yeah. how is everybody? How are you? It's been a long week. How are you, everybody? Oh my goodness. It has been a long week. It's been weird because... I've talked about it over and over on this podcast in particular about how tough my weeks are, how long my days are, and everything. If one thing gets switched up, my whole rhythm for everything is thrown off. And that's completely happened this week because the original plan was to continue life as normal until 8 or 9 o'clock each day and then do what I got to do at the radio station, and then go back to life as normal for a few hours. And I have not been able to do that. It's no. so... It, it, being on the radio is is draining. It is. But I know you love it. You're just sitting there, you're standing there, but it's just... It's so hard to, like, leave there and go d- do something else. Like, go to work. Yeah. Um, And then you get out... If you get... If I get out of the rhythm of working for one day, it's so hard for me to go back the next day. You've because actually slept in a lot this week. I know. It, it, this is why I don't take days off, because I'm so used to just go, 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 go. If I take one break, mm-hmm. it like breaks the chain, and it's impossible I can't figure you out. You it. complain if you work 17 hours a day. You complain if you don't. I just like to complain, okay? I mean, I'm starting to think so. I just want to complain about everything. <laughs> Mark, it's been exciting. I, hey, by the though. way, can we can we point out the fact that Mark puts his name by uh, when he says "Hey now"? That's uh, every good week. that we asked him to do that. Remember, <laughs> he's only one. He's following the only directions. one following directions. Well, we know who Kim is because her name's in the thing. Hey Kim, and hey well, Mark. I think part of it too is why I could never remember who it was. But. Well, well, yeah, it's hard to know with people's you know online names who they actually are. Well. So we asked them to do that. So what's up, Mark? What's Mark up? Mark is following directions. What's up, Kim? How are you guys? Yeah. So glad to see you. It was fun to hear you guys on the radio this week, too. I got snubbed on Monday. I wanted to be your first caller. Mm. It's you a little said, sad. You said that last week on the show that you were going to... I know. Well, I'm used to you throwing out topics at the first like first 30 minutes of the show and talking about things and then taking calls. So I kind of felt like that's what was going to happen. And the next thing I know, it's like, well, let's go ahead and take some calls. Well, first day was wild because yeah. everybody wanted to call in and be like, hey, welcome back, blah, blah, blah. And also, it was there was a lot of the first day jitters mm-hmm. with, you know, just being back. It was, it, it's not, it's, it's, it's like hard to explain. It's first day of kindergarten or your first day of school. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what it was, the first day yeah. of kindergarten. Everybody it, understands. It's hard to explain because, you know... Logic would tell you, okay, Andrew, you've been on the 99.5 Airways a million times. Just You're just doing it again under a different name. What's the big deal? Right. But it 
it's different when it's your show. And what they tell me, they're like, this is your baby. All we're here to do is to provide you with the tools you need to succeed. Yes, yes. Which, by the way, one of those tools would be Jessica. Yes. <laughs> if you could... If you could bring your own over from right. the evil castle down the road. But um, th- they just tell me, hey, this is your thing. You do what you should. They've not given me one bit of guidance on show content or anything of the sort. Yeah. And so, I and I don't think they will. But it's been great. And there was a... Well, they don't need to give you guidance. I mean, you know what you're doing. Well, exactly. But, I you mean, know, th- th- people they, in the radio business will tell you they've worked places where their bosses are like, you need to talk about this or you need to talk about that. Yeah, but, I mean, it's kind of like going to work in, a, in an office where you're hired in to do a specific position that you've done at your last three jobs. They're going to assume you know how to do that job. They're not going to spoon feed you. Kim said you don't know how hard it was for me to call when she Kim called Kim sounded show. great. You and, did. And, by the way, Kim, yes, I did get a chance to call. Do we want to talk about why I had to call? Nah, nah, don't bring that up. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. He, he likes to do this thing on the radio where he kind of slanders me a little bit. And this week, it was my car, and then he turned me into a hoarder, which I don't know where that came from, because that is not the case. It is not. It is not slandering you. It's just you get caught in the crossfire for me talking about my personal life, which just comes with the territory. But I rarely hear... Trisha's so wonderful. Listen to what she did. <laughs> it's always, oh my God, you guys, listen to what Trish did. Yeah. So I clean my grandmother's house once a week, if you guys didn't hear this. This is story. actually all her grandmother's stuff. In no, case it's you were not. Wondering. Anyway, I clean her house once a week, and she's at the stage of her life where she's going through every little thing. And some weeks I come home with half-eaten bag of chips for the kids and a pack of cookies and a box full of whatever. And I just go donate it or throw it away, whatever it is. This week, she sent blankets and dog food that filled up the backseat of my car. Well, Andrew had to drive my car on Monday. When I got home Sunday from cleaning, it was raining, so I didn't bring any of it in the house. He goes to the radio station and talks about how dirty my car is on the air. Then lets David Sears look inside of my car. So then the next day, they ganged up on me on well, the radio. In my defense, I was not out parading your car in the you parking lot. You have no defense, first of all. I was getting ready to leave. David Sears was leaving at the exact same time, and he just starts walking my direction. Well, I right. can't just speed off, especially it's like my second or third day there. So he's like, let me see this car. And I'm like, okay, go ahead. And then just moved out of the way and let him take a peek. Yeah. And he was curious. He'd been talking about it for two hours. He wanted to see what he was talking anyway, about. It, my car, though, in Andrew's defense, it's always a mess. This time, there was a legitimate reason. Normally, there's not a legitimate reason. But the hoarding thing was uncalled for. Yeah. I've spent the last year and a half getting rid of everything. Even our drawers are empty in the house. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. nothing even in the drawers. Kim says, I have questions about that guy, David. You talking about David Sears? Um, What's your questions, Kim? Yeah. And by the way, Kim did go and uh, call on the show. She I was, did. I thought she was having great. I was surprised to, to hear from her because I I, I don't, I guess she's not. Because uh, she, you're used to reading it, not right. hearing the voice. Right. I guess that's yeah. it. I, don't I know exactly remember. who it, As soon as she said Kim, I knew who it was. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember her calling in the previous show. So, um. Another thing, while Kim types out what she wants to know about David or what her questions are, um, and I think we explained it last week, the how over the line was up in the air. Yes, right. In the yes. In, in my contract, you know, <laughs> if I could, if I could get away with it, I, I'd get on here and just. 
post my contract on the screen and go and their piece by piece. Um, but there was a part of it where it was about, you know, you can't do the, all this extra stuff. You can't be making outside uh, income through advertisers and all this other stuff. And so that that qualified for podcasting and all this and so I talked to them, and they're like, man, it's okay. Just to tie it in with the radio show, yeah. which is perfect with this being called Over the Line. This is now just an extension of the radio show. Right. I mean, it's our podcast, but we are using this now to promote the radio show to people that would be outside of that reach. So and let so me ask you a question. So could we do an extra podcast during the week? Like, say there's a, a big topic going on, like the school shooting or the tornadoes or... You know what I mean? Like, if you can only go into it a little bit during the day, are we allowed to then have a podcast that night where we kind of oh, yeah, dive yeah. into a topic yeah. more? See, I think that'd be great. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Well, that's fine with me. Uh, Kim says, is he just messing with you about not keeping you around because he's <laughs> he's making me I upset. said the same thing. Now he's just joking. Yeah, it's just a rib, honestly. Yeah. Um, and, and with David Sears... Uh, you know, the, that's kind of like locker room guy stuff where you sit there and rib each other over and over. Yeah. You know, so he's uh, he's doing that. I said the same thing, Kim, though. I was like, well, hold on just a second. And he's just kind of, <laughs> I have, you know, uh, he's not, he's like the, the head dog of the producers and sometimes they swap him around. He's not going to be my producer uh, for a whole lot longer anyway, and I have no idea who that'll be. I think he sounds good. I like you two together. Yeah, he's, he's a good dude. Yeah, I, like uh, I was excited to work with him. I was excited to work with Matt Murphy, and then mm-hmm. he's out. They quit on you. Quit on me. I've been listening to his show, because his show goes from 12 to 3, so I catch his last hour on the way home. He's actually, he sounds like he's having the time of his life. Good. So, I'm I'm happy for him. Uh, I'm happy he quit, because if he hadn't, then I <laughs> wouldn't be on the radio at this point. But a long three years, man. Long three years. Yeah, it was. A lot's happened in three years. If you yeah, and you're going to get to start taking the weekends off. Yeah. I hope you're ready for that. I don't want to hear that stupid ding go off on the weekends anymore. I'd like to take this weekend off, actually. Well, we've got a lot of stuff this weekend. We've got You've got Peyton's game. I have to work tomorrow. Then we have Dirty Santa at Julie's house Saturday night, and then Christmas stuff at my mom's house on Sunday. Ooh, we got a busy weekend. Kim said, are they going to give you three hours? Um, not right now, uh, but things could change. We Really, this is the plan, because this time of year, everything slows down in radio. People are busy with their holiday stuff, so notoriously... People are kind of tuned out. They don't. They're trying to get the Christmas spirit. They don't want to deal with the news and all that. They deal with that every other time of the year. So once we get on the other side of New Year's, then we'll really get ramped up and clamped down on whatever we're doing. Don't know if that's going to translate to my showtime expanding. I would think eventually that's going to happen, but it's just a matter of you know it's. It's all about fitting stuff where it can go. It's dealing with radio, with shows, with show hosts. It's all fitting this big puzzle, right? Mm -hmm. And it's also about making money. So, you know, Leland's got to have four hours simply because he's got to have enough room to pull all of his sponsors in. Uh, Big Papa. And it's good. It's easier for him, especially with the way the time is and it gets dark at 4 30 and 5 o'clock, for him to start at 2 instead of 3. But also, that six to seven slot where the replay is first hour right now, 
they may be possibly selling that slot or, you know, giving it over to somebody that can turn a profit. Right. And that's the <laughs> language that these radio execs speak is money. Mm-hmm. And if you're not making money for them, you know, you, you're you're gone. I mean, you can even have bad ratings as long as you're bringing in money, but usually ratings equal money. So. Do you know what I used to want to do, like, gosh, 15, 20 years ago? Did you ever listen to Dr. Laura? Mm, yeah, I think so. Okay. I went to school for psychology. That's what my degree's in. But I always thought it would be cool to be like... Not necessarily just a marriage counselor, but like a relationship therapist on the radio. Well, actually, a podcast is what I wanted to do, but maybe I could do the six to seven hour. Well, uh, why have you not therapized me with all my my stress and all the problems I have? You don't listen to me. You only listen to me once someone else with more authority has agreed with something I've already said. Like the police? Like your mother or like, (laughs) I don't know. Donald Trump. Peyton, <laughs> Lauren's got more authority than I do. No, you like you'll run stuff by me, but then you're like, okay, and then next to the next person. Yeah, well, you want to get it's like going to it's like a, a doctor telling you you got cancer. You need a second opinion before I know. you commit to the. There's chemo. so many times though when I'm like, well, I told you that like a long time ago, but you just <laughs> didn't listen. I just forgot. <laughs> I just forgot. Um. Uh, Mark says Jason Lee would be a great fit for you. What does that say? Uh, is Vapor Forge going to sponsor your radio show? Yes, they did an advertisement today, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they actually started today. Uh, Tony cut a check yesterday. He, um, it, was so, it was so funny. I love Tony I and Amy. They're, they're the best. And um, so what happened was, you know, he obviously needed details about how much it's going to cost and all that. And so... Um, I told one of our sales guys, I'm like, this is a good friend of mine. Don't go down there and blow smoke up his A. Just, you know, tell him what's up. Right. You know, he wants to, he would like to be the first one, but just, you know, go tell him whatever you got. And Tony calls me like 30 minutes before yesterday's show. And he's like, man, I'm cutting a check right now. I'm so excited. Let's get going. And I'm like... Uh, unfortunately we didn't, we didn't get to do it yesterday because you got to put it in the system and all that kind of stuff, but we got to do it today. And so it, it allowed me to officially endorse them on the show. And, and I, I just love them so much. It's such an easy thing for me to do and go on there and talk about it. Even uh, David Sears was like, uh, it, he talked about all the help that they've been to him because mm-hmm. with his, what do you say? His mother-in-law, I think even his wife, like they, they, it's been so, so beneficial to them. So I'm excited for Vapor Forge to be numero uno on yeah. the radio show. And I hope they, they're able to stay with us for a long time. And, uh, as you guys know that y'all listen to this, y'all, y'all have already been down there and checked it out. Well, they've expressed. gotten to meet him. He's yeah. been on the show. Oh, yeah, he's been down here on the podcast yeah. before. I forgot. They've gotten to meet him on here. So Kim said she didn't get to hear the show today. You know Shame. there's a podcast, Kim. You can go back and listen. <laughs> Kim said it would be too exhausting to listen to the show and the podcast, so I had to just <laughs> skip it today. She wanted to get the Friday Night Live. This is this Friday Night Live is easier to do because I don't feel like, like I have no show prep whatsoever, and I don't well, feel like I have to. Listen, and here, here's what I told him tonight. Let's just do Christmas and Conspiracies. Christmas and conspiracies. Yeah, let's talk about Christmas topics and conspiracy topics. Yeah. I mean, we've got some weird ones coming out right now. Um, 
Do we want to talk about Christmas first or conspiracies? No, what what about Christmas are we going to talk can about? Can I first can I tell you, hold on. The star that's on the wall is shining straight into my eye. Is it really? And I keep thinking there's something like right here. So if you see me touching my face, it's because I keep seeing that shining bright like a diamond. And in, in case y'all didn't know, this star right here is the star that helped the three wise men find Jesus. That's right. So if you feel like your life's in shambles, I want y'all to just follow this star right here. That star has a story. Follow, follow it to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's That star had me at five different Hobby Lobbies across Alabama. Oh, good Lord. A few weeks ago. I saw it on, there's a decorating channel I watch on YouTube. It's like Robeson Designs or something. And they bought that star to put on the top of their tree. And it's actually a wall plaque. And she said, I can never find pretty stars for my tree. And I saw this as I was walking through Hobby Lobby. So I was like, that's perfect. I love it. Let me run and get one. I bought two. Put one on the top of our tree. Our tree's just not big enough for it in the living room. Yeah. It looks awkward. This like is it's the, way this, too big. This is the baby tree, by the way. This is the dining room tree, yes. Um, so I've got now two stars and no tree to put them on. Because I guess they had like probably a 12-foot tree or something. Yeah. What do you think ours is? Eight and a half feet? In our living room. This one's seven and a half. How tall is our ceiling? It's pretty tall. I have no idea. Anyway, I mean, it's probably not more than 10 foot. Anyway, I had to go to five Hobby Lobbies just to find the stars. And then I don't even need them because they don't work where I needed them. So, yeah, the star has a story. You know, it would be cool. I'm sitting here thinking about it. If Ooh, Kurt Cobain. Ooh, yes. Oh, by the way, look. Well, there's new stuff coming out about that. They don't think it's Courtney either, Kim. Check this out. On Apple Podcast, uh-huh. you see the cover for my podcast? Yes. I made that, and they used it to put it on the Apple Cute. Podcast deal. How cool is that? That's very cool. Yeah, I want y'all to make sure you go and uh, uh, find The Line with Andrew McLean on Apple Podcast. I know a lot of y'all are subscribed to Over the Line, but go do The Line, too, and then that way... For people like Kim, who just couldn't take two doses of us today, she can go back and listen to Friday's uh, radio show. She can listen to that tomorrow. Okay, McLean, we're not talking about you anymore. This is about me. We're talking about Christmas and conspiracies. This is about me. All right. So we're talking about what? Well, she brought up Kurt Cobain. Nothing screams Christmas like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Um, Courtney Love did it. We all know she did it. Yeah, I always thought that, but... I'm kind of hearing that there's another twist to it. We should maybe do a show on that. What What do you think the twist is? Well, no, I don't know. It's something that's not related to her, though. It's more like he saw some of the stuff that was going on that these other artists got killed for. Or, I'm sorry, allegedly got killed for. Oh? Oh? Well, let's see. All right. Um, I wonder if I can find a short one real quick. I Twitch. I mean, uh, not Twitch, but... What uh, What about Soaked in Bleach? Have you seen that movie? That's probably saying Courtney Love did it, though. Here's a... Um, from Loudwire, which is actually a good outlet for metal news and stuff, and they're saying 10, 10 facts you probably didn't know about Kurt Cobain. Should we give that a shot real quick? Sure. Let's see here. Let's try this. 
April 5th is a sad day for many rock fans, as it's the anniversary of the deaths of Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain in 1994 and original Alice in Chains frontman Lane Staley in 2002. Both musicians had an enormous impact on rock in the early 90s and each had spots in the Seattle grunge category. Many remember Cobain on this day and either forget to mention Staley or simply don't give him the credit he deserved. But what really differentiates their deaths is that Cobain died at the peak of Nirvana's career. In 2002, Alice in Chains hadn't been active for several years. Though we normally would choose to commemorate both frontmen, 2019 is a significant anniversary because it marks 25 years since Cobain's death, which was ruled a suicide. A plethora of conspiracy theories have surfaced since then about whether his death was actually by his own hand or not, but Loudwire wanted to remember him in a positive way on this day what? by highlighting some interesting things about his life. So here are a few things you may not Okay, have so this hussy is going to bring up the fact that there's conspiracies and she's like, but... We want to remember him in a positive light. Yeah, we. Of might course, as, you are. We might as well not even watch that. Then. I'm kind of curious though. Known oh, about Nirvana. <laughs> Just let her go. We'll see what she says. Cobain. According to Cobain's posthumous book Journals, which is a collection of actual journal entries he had written. See how am I? Not, how do I not know about stuff like this? I would love to read that. If it's how do you not from, know about that? I don't know. Teaching swimming lessons at the YMCA in Aberdeen was one of his low-paying, short-lived jobs. There's no evidence that this was the inspiration for the Nevermind album art, but it's a fun idea to entertain. No, oh, God. Well, incidentally, they... the kid that's in that picture sued because they posed him naked on the front cover of that well, without his permission. And now this video is going to get pulled because I showed a, a wiener on the Well, he's in the process the of suing right now. I don't know if it's over with or not. Y'all please don't report me. <laughs> the smoker of marijuana, Cobain actually gave it up. And yes, Terry, that is my man bun. It's trying to be. In all its glory. <laughs> in 1984 to join the Navy, he passed the entrance exam and was about to meet with the recruiting officer but blew it off and celebrated with it. That is the most non-grunge thing ever. Uh, well, hold on. That picture looked like it was like at a Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> kind of did. Join instead. ACDC's Back in Black was the first song he learned on guitar when he was just 14 years old. In 1985, he formed and played in a band called Fecal Matter with Dale Crover and Buzz Osborne of the Melvins. Chris Novoselic eventually heard their demos, which led to the formation of Nirvana. Downer is a Fecal Matter song that was actually re-recorded for the Bleach album. Some of the, the old Fecal Matter song. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing gets the blood pumping like an old Fecal Matter song. That's Gigi Allen. Do y'all know about Gigi Allen? Oh, let's not talk about Gigi Allen. They can just Google that on their own. Dude, I'm uh, uh, Kurt Cobain looks like the Spice Girls. Nirvana looks like the Spice Girls compared to Gigi Allen. That, that was gross. There's I'll, a documentary I'll, that they can watch. Yeah, I'll let y'all look that up yourself. Yeah. But Gigi Allen was one of a kind. If you like documentaries, it's interesting to watch. My dad was the one that, that uh, uh, I guess, I wouldn't say discovered, but he ran across Gigi Allen. He's like, man, you got to check this guy out. Yeah, I've heard lots of different conspiracies, but I've never, like, really looked into it. I always thought Courtney did it, too. I now, never believed he killed himself. Now, there's a, there's a TikTok you sent me. Is that right? Did you send that to me just now? Yeah, I sent you. I've never watched it, but eh, there's like 30 of them when I, you know, as soon as I pulled it up. Yeah, and this one, this is just related to conspiracies. It's the first one between... I saw that didn't have Courtney Love as the. That's got Tupac in it. Well, that's. I haven't be good. watched this. I don't even know what this guy's going to say. Well, it's only 10 seconds long, so okay. it can't be anything too crazy, right? 
Did Kurt Cobain's killer also kill Tupac? No. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what you get. (laughs) That's exactly what we need. That's what you get for not watching it before we play it. (laughs) No. No, okay. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so funny. We'll look into good. it. I wrote it down on the list of stuff because I really do want to start doing those shows again. Oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Um, David Grohl. Dave Grohl singing. You know, it's another thing with some of these bands, especially big ones like the Foo Fighters, because I feel like Dave Grohl's such a good guy, right? Mm-hmm. But. For him in the band to be doing what they're doing now and getting involved in politics and playing at these Democrat national committee parties and all, it's like why y'all just stay out of because it because they're owned by these people they don't have a choice I just it just makes they're me owned nauseous by these people you know if, if you want and it's not a thing where I'm like oh, I'm not listening to somebody that's got political views but because. One of my all-time favorite bands is Rage Against say, the Machine. No, Slipknot. Dude. Well, Slipknot too. Corey yeah. Taylor. He yeah. he's he he said he said Trump supporters are morons, and he doesn't want them to listen to his music. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. You know, uh, Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> I don't They've know got that you're okay with that. Some but. very socialist, anarchist views that I completely disagree with. But then there's a lot of stuff I do agree with. But I, I look past all that. Mm-hmm. Right, but that's been their shtick right. from the beginning. Right, the Foo Fighters, however, they've been about love and harmony and togetherness, and now here they are, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, rubbing up against the most corrupt people on planet Earth, and it just makes me sick. Right. Big Dave, what up, cool? What up, cool? <laughs> I thought I thought I talked to Big Dave today. Actually, did you? How's he yeah. doing? He uh, he told me that condoms and Fireball. Would be a good, I think people uh, dirty are, Santa gift. Okay, so the dirty Santa game that we play at the different families' houses that we go to, they're gifts that you buy that you would want yourself. You know, you'd spend like twenty, thirty dollars on something you would think people would enjoy, or something you th- that would be a gag gift that you know. But I don't think condoms necessarily would be. Well, it just depends. Like the family we're going to tomorrow, it's, right? It, you wouldn't take condoms, to or that to one. even ours, right? Well, it, now, like with your friends and stuff, that would be funny. Usually, you can judge it by this: Do people drink at this Christmas? This family Christmas? If it's well, the type a of way Christmas, to guarantee you're getting it back. Where people. <laughs> Or drinking whiskey and they're drinking beer and all that, you know, bringing a, a gag gift like that, it's probably not that big a deal. But yeah. you know, if it's a if it's a dry Christmas party, mm-hmm. you probably just go. You can go with a gag gift, but just right. don't like bring a freaking a a vibrating wand or anything. Oh wow! You know, I'm just it's just a bad idea. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> oh my! Are you telling me we're not going to love stuff after this? <laughs> no, don't get your dirty Santa gift at love stuff or on Adam and Eve. It's just not. Uh, it's not good. Even though you get forty percent off. Can you? Did you check on that? No, but every YouTube video I watch says for the code. Check down below. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know it's funny, and I won't say who it is. Uh, there's another site, and it was called. Um, I can't even remember the name of it, but it was a adult toy website. Mm-hmm. And he, he sent me a text. I was talking to him, and then he sends me a text, and it's about, hey, well, this toy is a da-da-da-da-da, and this, this other toy is like, a, I'll do a da-da-da-da-da to you. And it was, it was fairly graphic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
that text wasn't for me, was it? And he's like, nope. Oh, my god! That was for my wife. That is so funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Have you ever done that, sent something to the wrong person, and you're like, oh, my God, I've got to explain Dude, myself I've got, now. I don't know if I can tell. Nah, I'm not going to tell that one. There, I got one that's really bad. Oh, tell it. No, no, I can't. Why? <laughs> oh, gosh, tell it. What if I mute the mic and I tell you real quick? I know what it is. You've already told me. Have I? Yeah. Hold on. I just said it. You guys, I don't tell that story. <laughs> I, I was thinking of a different one. All right, hold on. That's- <laughs> <laughs> that was so that was horrifying, though. Yeah, I'm sure it was so bad. <laughs> we'll just leave that one between. Because you and the person that I sent the guy that involved with, I sent him a text message on the backside, and I'm like, "Whatever you do, do not open that." Do I know these people? You're done. You're done. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, okay, I'm glad this was before me. <laughs> I, I I'll tell the story later. I just don't want to do it after my first week of radio. Let me get settled we'll in. We'll just tell the Patreons. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it on Patreon. <laughs> that way, our, our, our people we know that can keep a secret will... <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because we tested y'all on Patreon to yes. see if y'all could keep a secret. Y'all did a fantastic job. I, You know, part of me, I was thinking, you know, for the people that have stayed on Patreon, Kim, Kim is one of them, uh, and I think we've got three or four more. We don't have many people on there. Um I was like, now that we're doing the radio show and we're down to one podcast a week here, do mm-hmm. we keep the Patreon going? Well, we're going to ask because I want to start vlogging again. Right. And doing like a vlog channel. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that's we can close it down and start a new one if we end up wanting, but th- we don't need any equipment for that. So probably just shut it down. Well, I, I guess we'll ask I them. So for those of you that are on Patreon that are donating money to the show, which we will still continue to put into this podcast uh would you rather us just shut that down and y'all save the money or do y'all want us to continue to leave that open and then occasionally post behind the scenes stuff and then you know use the money you are sending for for podcast stuff i just don't want to feel like you know hey we're only doing one show a week now well, and people can just cancel just tell everybody to cancel yeah that's true yeah, if if you feel like you're not getting enough over the line, then y'all yeah, can cancel. Yeah, just cancel. But if not, if you continue on, we'll make sure you can get some exclusive stuff, and you know, we'll do whatever. Yeah, I want this guy to like approve a, a shirt design so I can start the shirts and stuff. Yeah, when we get merchandise, you you guys will get first dibs. So we'll probably just if we're making them ourselves. Well, well I yeah. guess it doesn't matter who's making them, but we'll send them one for free. Yeah. So, I know Kim wants a t-shirt so bad she can't. Did she ever get her card? No. Because I had something else I wanted to send her and we still don't well, have it You can send yet. her the something else later. Well, I wanted to send her a shirt. Send her. Look, we just got, <laughs> we just got these things you. like randomly laying on the table. And all Kim wants is one of these. I know, but I wanted to go, send Kim. her a thank you card and I wanted to send her the first shirt from our stuff. Well, And I have been begging you to approve a design for like a month and a half. Mm. Well, just... Um, I don't know. Just, just, send, just send her the card and a thank you We're a bunch of Indian note. givers. Just get it to her. I'm just saying. 
I wonder if I'm going to come in trouble. <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to get any um, like radio station business cards. Things move very slow. Well, yeah, you will. I'm just you're going to be going around to advertisers. They're going to give you cards. Yeah. Well, I, I, things move very slow, and I think it's because it's a complex operation. But, you know, yesterday I finally got my key fob to get in the building. Have they put you on payroll yet? Because I still don't know when you're getting paid. <laughs> I have not signed any tax papers. I don't know what day we get paid. I know it's direct deposit. I, I but sent, they don't know your bank account. Well, no, I sent the lady a, a, an email with all my info and said, hey, this is what I need. This is what I need taken out, blah, blah, blah. But I'll still have to sign some papers. I don't have an email yet. From what I've heard, the email account for me exists, but I don't have the credentials for it. And then uh, also, I was not in the system when we started to add Tony uh, yeah. in the log. And but they finally got that handled yesterday. It's it's not. I don't think it's their fault. I think there's just so well, much it's just going a big on. Company probably. And the fact yeah. that they pulled me in almost as if I was already there, that mm -hmm. there was never really a big discussion of, we've got a new host. Right. So I kind of flew under the radar, and that's not really anybody's fault. But, yeah. Uh, it's, it was just weird, because I start getting worried. I'm like, am I working for free right now? Like, what's going on? They could hire me as an HR manager. I'll tell you when you get paid. They could. They hire you. I'll my... walk you around the building and show you everything. I might even give you, like, an office and a key fob. Ooh. Look at that. What if they hired you to be my producer? I would never work with you. What if we were like Russ and D. Fine? No, I would never work with you. And where we were hit, nope. we put on this loving radio Kim show. Be your producer. See, there you go. Where we acted like we loved each other. We can either the scenes, we, we can either it. get married or work together. We can't do both. No, I'm not spending 24 hours a day with you. No, I agree. I wouldn't want to do that. Come on, Kim. Let's do it. There you go. Let's do it. Kim can do it. Do it. All right. So what were we talking about? The conspiracies or the Christmas stuff? We were talking about Kurt Cobain, which we're not going to get any information yeah, on Yeah, not on the fly like. like that. There's too much we have to go through to actually get real information. Well, I tell you what. How about this one? This this conspiracy <laughs> theory, just real quick, and this is the only one we'll do. Oh, it's only a minute long. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. This one claims that Kurt Cobain, I guess, is currently alive and lives in Peru. Oh, hold on, let me turn that down so they don't pull the freaking video down. Is Kurt nah, Cobain nah, nah. making a comeback from Peru? Yo soy Kurt Cobain. So... This is uh, Kurt Cobain was a legacy and he died 22 years ago. Nirvana's Facebook page. Okay, this is stupid. Plus, it's playing all their music, and it's going to get me in trouble. Yeah. They're going to pull the freaking video down. I'm going to need you to stop doing things on the fly, sir. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. So, But you know what? Speaking of celebrities that they think are actually still alive, here's one of the conspiracies that I'll send to you real quick. Let me see. Did you see the... um? Video with the Rittenhouse that I sent you earlier? No. <clears throat> I'm going to send that to you, too. Oh, crap. So there's a ton of conspiracy theories about different celebrities that are still alive. Um, I do believe some of them just, you know, didn't want to do the things that they were being asked to do. You know, like the satanic stuff or being the face of the Democratic Party or whatever. Right. 
Um, so I could see people faking their death to get out of the things that they, you know, promised that they would do that they don't agree with. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. If you sign your soul to the devil and you decide you're done with that, like, you got to pretend to be dead. You got to Dexter yourself. <laughs> oh, I had to send it to you because it wouldn't let me save it. This is what it looks like. And who is that? Sylvester Stallone? This is Sylvester Stallone, but more importantly, who he's in the picture with, the video with. So just, I already sent it to you. It wouldn't no. let me save it to my phone. So you're going to have to save it to your phone and do it. All right, let's see. It's coming through here. Uh, I don't know if I sent it to your... Um, you need to send it to this. Honey, I understand, but it won't let me, is what I was trying to hear. All right. There it is. I sent it to Fortnite nerds. They're, they're going to be like, what the? <laughs> okay, so this is one of the celebrities, one of the many celebrities. You know, there's this like is Michael be hard Jackson. Is it just a picture? JFK Jr. No, it's a video. Okay, well, we're going to have to let it, because you sent it this way. It's got a loop. And Did you not hear what I said? What? It wouldn't let me save it to my phone. So I sent it to you to save to your phone. <laughs> So, we can't really zoom it in. Oh, yeah, there we go. Can they even see that? Uh -oh. All right. Now, there's somebody with their face covered up. That's waving with blonde hair. Is it not playing the video? That's all the video is. No, that's not all the video is. Well, it is on the one you sent me, Kuls. <sighs> You're no good at this. Send it, send it to my phone. I am good at this. Send it to my phone. Kim says, Trish, you, have you seen the YouTube videos that go in his house in Hollywood Hills? Oh, who? I don't know. Kurt Cobain, maybe? Let's see. Yeah, Kurt Cobain, she said. Uh, no, I haven't watched any Kurt Cobain stuff in years. Years and years. Do you know oh. what she's talking about? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know. This video is not playing anymore. I wonder why. Send it to me on uh, TikTok, that one you got there. Just send it to my messenger. It's not playing the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. It's not playing it. Do you think that they stopped it? Should I just tell them what it is? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so you got the picture. Okay, so people are saying that Princess Diana is still alive. And that that's her behind and the book? And that's her behind the book. But why? Um, How would you... Well, they're saying because if you pull up pictures of Princess Diana when she's waving, you see how she's spreading her fingers? Right. And the way her hands look and the way she's shaped, it just looks just like her, but that's just one of the pictures. But Yeah, that's a little bit of a I know, stretch. That's what they're saying, though. I'm just telling y'all the conspiracies look, that I'm are going on right now. Look, I'm over here posting other people's stuff on my... <laughs> My Facebook feed on the screen showing other people's stuff. I'm sorry. Anyway, basically, there was a whole thing about it, though. Like, they're saying something big is coming, and they post the picture with her behind them. She's waving. Hmm. It's not just 
people are like, oh, that hand looks familiar. The celebrities that are posting the pictures are saying something big is coming. Does that make sense? That's the hand of a queen, obviously. <laughs> well, but if her life was in danger, it's very possible that she did go hide away. But then wouldn't she want to have a relationship with her children? Yeah. You know? Uh, Will from Chub Fathers in the house has said she is so dead. She's so dead. <laughs> She's done. She's done. Yeah. She's but that's, done. that's one of them. Um, then you've got Alex Jones. Is he really Bill Hicks? Have you guys heard that conspiracy? Bill Hicks, the famous Texas comedian, right? Yep. Legendary Texas comedian. I had no idea who he was, but he was also part of the CIA, apparently. Bill Hicks was? That's what they say. Let's see. Alex Jones is no stranger to conspiracy theories, obviously, but here's a really good one that doesn't come from him. Rather, it's about him. Have you perhaps heard that he is actually legendary Texas comedian Bill Hicks, who allegedly died in 94, but who was actually recruited by the CIA to become the controlled opposition by, a mainstream, by the mainstream media, who was continuously fed approved intelligence by his CIA handlers. Well, and if you listen to their argument, it's kind of like, do you remember the first time we listened to someone that made a good argument for Flat Earth? And we both were like, uh-oh. <laughs> I, no, I don't. You don't remember that? No. Okay. Well, we watched... Um, I don't know. The turtle thing was pretty good. Like, the word no, floating through space. I'm not on talking it. about that. Oh. I'm talking about... Because we always, of course, didn't believe that. Right. But someone actually made a case one night, and we were watching it. We were both like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> you don't. Do you want me to pull the video up? Yeah, it? yeah. I remember it was Shane it. Dawson's brother, who was studying it. Yeah, vaguely. Okay. I well, think anyway, I can you find the video? I'd love. Yeah, to but see I don't it. know where in the video it is. But I can definitely find the video. But anyway, it. The reaction I had to the evidence on this was the same in that moment. Like, I don't really believe it, but you make a very good argument. Well, this goes on to say uh, there's a 33-minute long video on Vimeo created by a user who goes by the name Castle Jennifer Bassett with the catchy title of Irrefutable Proof that Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. 33 minutes is a long time to spend watching a conspiracy video, but with the promise of ir irrefutable proof, it's hard to not it's it's hard to not at least be a little curious of what the argument involves. It said it begins with a bit from Bill Hicks that opened his final comedy record Rant in E minor in which Hicks, whom the sheeple would like you to believe was dying of pancreatic cancer at the time, claimed he had just sold the television series. Uh, after the audience cheers, he explains that the series is called Let's Hunt and Kill Billy Ray Cyrus, who spent the early 90s as a mild country star before going on to his true purpose of raising his daughter, Miley, into the defining pop culture figure in 2013. That's hard to follow. I don't really... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know that I'd watch that thirty-three minute video, but I am curious about the flat Earth thing. Yeah, I'll where, find it for you. You you think you can find it now? Or you no? want, I mean, I don't know where in the video they do it, but I can I can find the video in like. two Do seconds. we have any flat Earthers listening to this show right now? That's what I want. Yeah, know. there's got to be. Let one me of be very clear: we have not looked into 
any of these conspiracies we're talking about tonight. <laughs> these are just topics that we've heard about like in the last couple of days that we're like, do we want to dive into this one? Look, that's what you want to be listening to on a Friday night. People no. talking about conspiracies they hadn't looked into. No, but that's... That's what we no, do. No, no, no. We're not doing a show on this topic. We're saying, is this one that is interesting enough to you guys for us to do a show on? I understand. <laughs> hair on my phone. <laughs> okay. So... I just um, wanted to be clear to them that they, they didn't expect us to have any kind of information on this. Kim stuff. says she knows nothing about Flat Earth, so she's ready to be educated. We actually, um, I think back on 101, we we got in a spat, a Twitter spat, me and Jim Moore, if I'm not mistaken, with some flat earthers, like some flat earth society, and brought one of them on the show to make his case about flat earth. And so basically, what it is, is that the earth is not round, the earth is flat, <laughs> and there's like a dome over the top, right? It keeps you from going off the edge of the earth. And there's different theories about how you look off in the ocean and then you, you know, if the earth was, was, was round that, see, I don't want to explain it wrong. They say you can see for miles and miles and if it was round, you wouldn't be able to see that far. That it would curve and then you would just see nothingness after so long. And it just proves that the Earth is flat, and then it gets into where it's floating through space on the back of a sea turtle or something. But it's, you also have to understand it gets, it gets that weird real quick. You can have someone explain the JFK conspiracy and sound very intellectual and like they know what they're talking about and have one theory, and someone else have a completely different theory and sound intellectual. And like, wow, that sounds true, too. And then you can have some idiot over here talking about we're floating on the back of a turtle. Yeah, you can. You know, it depends on who you're talking about to what kind of information you're going to get out of it. You can make a a flying spaghetti monster a viable concept if you sound smart enough. Right, but I'm saying the person that you had on that was talking about floating turtle, like on the back of a floating turtle, maybe they're not the authority. Yeah, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not the best person to represent flat earthers. Maybe they're not even... um, Maybe they probably should have a power of attorney. But you know what? What if we are floating on the back of a turtle? I mean, we don't know, right? I think we'll probably find out one day. (laughs) One of these days, we're going to find out. You're not going to like this. But yeah, if if you're... um, As long as you sound smart, you can make anything seem like a viable viable deal. Like... um, Democrats, right? If it weren't for smart people or people talking smart about something that's completely untrue, nobody would ever vote for Democrats. Why do I smell cigarette smoke? Oh! I smell cigarette smoke. I think that's probably my joints grinding together. (laughs) My knees are killing me. All right. I'm not sure where it is. I'm all the way four years back on his videos. It didn't come up when I just... Oh, you're just looking for the Shane Dawson deal. Yeah. I'll Um, find it eventually, but I don't want to sit here all night on the show. Well, the only other conspiracy thing we've got is um, uh, JFK. Some files released on that. Nothing really overwhelming. It was mostly underwhelming. uh, Talking about stuff that either we already knew or people had speculated on that, you know, we we knew was 99% possibility it was true mm-hmm. like the KGB being in contact 
with the guy that shot JFK and all these other things. And, you know, after what we saw over the past four years, five years with, with Donald Trump and the way our government tried to overthrow an election, and then after that, how they did overthrow an election. Right. Oh, you don't put this, don't put, put anything past the no. CIA or the FBI. The FBI completely set up January 6th. We know that. Oh, yeah. We see the FBI informants in the crown telling people to storm the Capitol. Like, do it's, you think that the F, do you think that our government was involved in Pearl Harbor? I don't know. I haven't heard a theory about it, but if you well, said, "Is it possible?" I would say absolutely. Well, the theory is, and once again, this isn't something I've looked into recently. It's been many years, but that they knew that once again, like nine eleven, that the citizens would not back a war. So they had to do something to get us involved into the war. And they allowed us to be attacked in Pearl Harbor. They knew ahead of time it was going to happen, and they allowed it to happen. Right. And they also say there's no way those planes could have made it all the way to Hawaii with gas from where they came from. So Hmm. um, we can look into that theory, too. Yeah. Because there's actually government documents and stuff like that supporting supporting that we knew about it ahead of time. Do we want... Let me look at the dates real quick just to see what our future episodes are going to look like. Today's the 17th. Next Friday is Christmas Eve. Would it be smart of us to do Friday Night Live a day early for the next two weeks? Yeah. Being Christmas Eve and then New Year's Eve? I mean, are y'all available on Thursday nights? <laughs> That's more important. Yeah, y'all let if us. If they're not available, then y'all let us know real quick because that's going to be um, put a one if you're available on Thursday night <laughs> like for the next house. two weeks. Blink put twice a two if you're not available. Blink twice if you're available. <laughs> Blink once if you're not. Put a three if you're not listening. <laughs> and put a put a three if you're like I'm over this show already. Um. By the way, oh look. Look what? what? Look what Santa brought us. Oh, oh how about how about that? I had no idea. That's so awesome. Oh, he brought us a glass too. Santa brought you some whiskey yesterday. I spoiled like him like a uh, a uh, uh, what did I spoil you like yesterday? Like you like um. The cats like, like a little fat baby. You own yeah, like a little fat baby. <laughs> he had to work late last night. I had to drive all the way to Georgia after being on the radio, so I went and got him his favorite whiskey. Mm, old Smoky Tennessee whiskey. He's been craving a big mammoth burrito from mm. Bucky's for like a week and a half. You know, there was part of me that was worried that when I when I had it because I just had him once that, that I you just weren't gonna like overhyped it, it. <clears throat> and then yeah. I tried it again last night and it was just as good as I remember. I got him one of those. I bought him the jalapeno poppers that he loves that are wrapped in bacon from Bucky's. Yeah. Got your favorite candy. Mm, yeah. I feel like there was something else. What oh, I got else? you a, a, a brownie from Bucky's. And then the stuffed peppers. You mentioned stuffed that. Stuffed peppers. Um, yeah. You just hooked me up yep, all the way around. I did. And I can't eat half that stuff. Right. <laughs> so I saved my whole day's calories so that I could eat a burrito with him and a stuffed pepper. Kim says, are you still doing Uber? I, I am. Uh, for now, because in order for them to bring me out of the station, it was only part time. They're they're paying me good, but it's just part time is part time. Right. Once I get some advertisers built up into the show, then part time will be more than sufficient. 
but I've got to go through that process. And until then, I've got to do rideshare to supplement and kind of fill in the gaps, especially right here around Christmas. And do you need a ride, Kim? Is that is that what you're asking? <laughs> you need a ride because we'll hook you up. I would offer, but my car's a mess. Sometimes we do we do kind of some private business, you know, just connections we've made over time. It's got nothing to do with Uber or anything, but um, if we're able to keep it strictly to that, to the people that we know, mm-hmm. and it's usually different businesses and stuff around here, um, we do that, and she can do that as well. I just don't want to send her out with random strangers uh, doing Uber and Lyft. Yeah, we've already done that once. Yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out good. It didn't work out at all. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, outside of that, conspiracy stuff that's kind of what we got we'll do we'll do a full-blown conspiracy show i one think day we soon. should look into the bill hicks and alex jones because they do look alike did you look at the pictures well if you go back to the article let me see let me pull this up you see the pictures here that's the two you have you to remember that. that's an age difference too it goes on to say in the article leaving aside the fact that Two that that two kind of doughy white guys photographed from the same angle with their hair parted the same way might bear a, a superficial resemblance. The video goes on to explore the similarities in Hicks and Jones' teeth, which are not dissimilar, but we're not experts. Their noses, meanwhile, don't look all that much alike, but that's probably intentional misdirection on the part of the conspirators. <laughs> This yeah, is kind of making fun of the whole they, thing. Well, but. they even show the teeth, and, and like they both have the same tooth that protrudes forward. Yeah, which is kind of odd because I don't see many people with that particular tooth sticking out. So <laughs> then it's kind of odd that they both have it. But anyway, it's an interesting one. I think that's one we could do a show on mm-hmm. personally. I think so. I've always wanted to do one on Antarctica, also. I don't know anything about. I know that. I know so much about Antarctica. It's so cool too. Yeah, so many theories behind Antarctica. But that would be one you would have to let me just do the way I want to do it. Okay. See, one of the problems we have with the conspiracy shows is that he wants to do it radio style, like thirty minutes in and out. I want to do like pictures and videos and all this research, and you just can't get well, that detailed when McLean's. <laughs> and we we've we've had that discussion, so we've kind of changed it. We wouldn't do that the next time, but as we just kind of were throwing it together on the front end, we didn't really think about the the fact that you know the way I view doing a show from right. be doing so much radio is much different. That's why it so it took so hard so long to get the podcast like this mm-hmm. laid back, just chilling, talking about whatever opposed to what it was because right. if you go back to the early days of the podcast which is November of 2018 I was in a shed <laughs> <laughs> okay I was in a shed doing 2 hours of live stream with artificial commercial breaks that were consisting of oh, yeah. like parody songs and stuff. Oh, I remember you used to say, can you please record commercials for me? And I was like, no, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and it was just because, you know, I I wanted it to mimic the radio. And now I realize how stupid of an idea that was. No, it but, was not stupid. Well, I just didn't fully understand podcasting at the mm-hmm. time, at least what it had become. 
Right. And so it took it took a couple of years for us to kind of find the groove. And then with the help of of Tony and the help of you guys, y'all got us the, the stuff, the equipment we needed, the setup we needed. And with that came the more the the fluidity of mm-hmm. the shows and kind of finding our own niche mm-hmm. to be able to to do what people actually consider podcasts these days. Yeah. I so. knew what they were like. I've Not been me, listening to apparently. them for like five years. Apparently. Because <laughs> even when we did the Captain... It was my idea for you to do a podcast. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, when we were doing the Captain Charisma stuff before the day and age of podcast, you know, that was set up like a radio show as well. And I'd never even been in the radio business. I was just mm-hmm. mimicking what I was hearing on the radio. Yeah. And we were actually playing music. Mm-hmm. We were doing half talk, half music, but it wasn't political talk. We do a few news stories. It'd be like, you know, some funny some, stuff or something. Yeah, weird. like a girl got kicked out of the gym because she was too fat and like there's a lawsuit and all that kind of, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, um, um, Kim, Joe Rogan interviews a lot of doctors. I'm not sure which one you're referring to, but, um, send it to me if you find it. Mark says yes on Antarctica. He I, really wants that one. I love Antarctica is so interesting to me. There's so many theories behind that. I mean, it's just very interesting. Yeah. Like all the way down to Hitler didn't commit suicide and he moved down there after the war. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and a lot of it ties together too. She said she can't think of the name, but it was it within the past few weeks. <laughs> I know he does a lot with like Rhonda. Pa- is it Patrick? Rhonda Patrick? Is that her name? I mm. love her. Is she she has natural? her own channel too. She's so smart. I think she has like a photographic memory. But if you listen to her when she's on Joe Rogan, she's so smart. Um, I'm not sure which doctor though you're talking about because he does a lot of shows with a lot of different doctors. You can actually here's the oh uh, there's a doctor. From two days ago, McCullough is that is that how you say that? Peter McCullough. I can barely see from. Oh, we had Blair White on. Blair White. Blair White. George Combosis. See, I don't know. Um, the problem is, thank is you, Kathy. When I go through, when I go through Joe Rogan's podcast to try to figure out, like I. 90% of the people on this list, I have no idea who they are. It, but you know what? 90% of the time, I enjoy every episode. Yeah, and it, yeah, that's the thing. If you yeah. actually sit down and listen to them, they're actually pretty interesting, but mm-hmm. I never click them because I don't know. Like, here's Ted Nugent. Okay, obviously, I know Love who Ted, Ted Nugent. Nugent. I've met Ted Nugent. Have you? I have his guitar slide. Yes, at Oak Mountain, I met Ted Nugent. Nice. And gave me his guitar slide. Here's uh, Tim Pool. What was that from? I love uh, Tim Pool. Where were you seeing the dates? Oh, November 22nd. So that's yeah. about a month ago. You know, I really wish there's Ron White. Mm-hmm. There's Snoop Dogg. I bet that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro. Well, and what's funny is even when he has um, like actors and actresses or comedians on, they usually get into some deep topics. Yeah. You know? So you still learn stuff. Joe Rogan's very smart. I think he's smart. Because he sits there quietly and lets the expert talk about what they are an expert on, what their expertise is. Right. You know? I, I would love to do those long-form interview type You wouldn't podcasts. be able to. You don't think so? You wouldn't sit there quiet long enough for them to... Well, it depends on who it is. 
I mean, if I'm bringing on somebody to talk about politics, no, probably not. But I mean, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I, it would have to be somebody that that Joe was Rogan, an expert and somebody I didn't know a whole lot well, about. Well, I mean, Joe Rogan likes to drink, smoke pot, and sit back and listen. So I can do that. You like to engage. <laughs> you like to engage. I can drink, smoke pot, and just sit back, <laughs> no, and listen can't. to somebody talk. <laughs> Come on, Cole. No, you can't. She said it was probably McCullough. Yeah. I'll go watch it. I love Joe Rogan, but to be honest, since he's moved from YouTube, I don't watch him anymore. Yeah. Because he's not in my feed, and I don't listen to Spotify. Well, the way uh, Spotify works, too, it's super cool because you, you can listen to it just regular and pull whatever else out you on your phone up. You can pull it up, but mm-hmm. you know you can also watch the video through Spotify. Well, but my problem is that I don't remember that he's even over there. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not, it's during the course of a day, I'm not going, I wonder who Joe Rogan just interviewed. Now, if Joe Rogan's in my YouTube news feed and it pops up that he's got like Rhonda Patrick on his show, then I'm like, oh, cool. He's got her on again. Let me click and watch. Does that make sense? No, I get it. So he's out of sight, out of mind, even though I love Joe Rogan, but it's, if he's not now, I used to watch him every day because he was in my news feed every day. Now, so. I want to go through real quick because we're running out of time, but I want to go through. We're not running out of time. Why not? Because we can go as long as we want to. Oh, can we? Who's going to pick up the pizza? <laughs> well, they don't close till 10. Well, they've been closing early, cool. They ain't got enough people. <laughs> I could go work there. That's Maybe true. Maybe you get some free pizzas. Let me check, make sure. <laughs> um, I actually wanted to go through a couple of stories that I talked about this week because I'm kind of curious your thoughts on them. Um, I've obviously talked about them. Let's see. Create a new order. Let me make sure that they're not going to tell me the place is closed. I'll definitely check that out, Jessica. Store pickup. Caleb Presley. Is that what that says? Uh, I think they're still open. We'll have to do it. Probably do it <laughs> before still nine. looking at pizza? Sorry. Sorry. Um, oh, can I just announce I've lost 20 pounds this month? And we eat pizza once a week. I've done very good. I saved my calories for dinner. <laughs> she has. She's done a really good job. And it's kind of, I, I have not joined the journey as of yet, but I need to immediately. Mm-hmm. I have not. And I, I've done it before. Since we've been well, together, I dropped like, what, 60, 60 pounds, pounds at yeah. one time. I was dedicated to it. But once I got into the position where I was in a car all day, I... I couldn't do it, and I've convinced myself that I can't lose weight unless I'm able to drink a ton of water. Well, listen, I'm doing this in stages. You Usually I go into this 100 miles an hour. I do the working out, the water, try to eat right, and then I always stop. This time, I'm just, I cut out fast food, no soda, which is where most of my calories came from, let's be honest, was soda, right? A lot of Coke. A lot of Coke. She's a cokehead. <laughs> so I just cut that out, cut out the soda, and just logged my food every day. And honestly, I'm still eating the same amount of food. Um, I'm just logging it every day. So I honestly think it's the Coke because that's the really the only change I've made. And well, carbs. Like I'm I'm not not eating carbs, but I'm more conscious of it. Like the night we had pork chops and all that kind of stuff, I didn't eat the mashed potatoes. 
Right. Well, yeah, because you know, the logging helps you know where you're at and how far you can go well, I don't before even, you get there. Well, but I don't pay attention to the carbs. If I want something, if I want like the Hawaiian rolls or whatever, I'll eat them. But if I see a chance to cut the carbs out, I do. Does that make sense? Right. And I'm not really eating any less food than I normally do. I think it's really the soda. So now I'm about to start adding walking in. Now that I'm one month in. So the next month, I'm just going to add walking. And as long as the weight continues to fall off, I'm going to just keep the same calories and just add walking to it. Yeah. Because I don't want to do something too drastic that I don't stick to. So, right. anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. If you go in too fast, then you get burned out. Yeah. You're like, Screw this. Yeah. And do you see how he glazes over and he's onto something else over here? Well, That's I'm, why you can't do long-form interviews. I'm with you. I'm just trying to get to the next <laughs> well, thing. let me tell you about Diet Cokes. I had a personal trainer, um, what, a year and a half ago? Two years ago? Alan Roberts, I don't know. He's Maybe on not YouTube. even that long, yeah. I don't know if um, you guys ever watch weight loss stuff, but Alan Roberts is a YouTube channel. Um, He's a little brash. He is. I love Alan, though, and his wife is so sweet, and she's a yoga instructor and all that, too. Um, but anyway... I had Alan and Crystal Roberts as my trainers, and I told him, I said, I'm starving this week, and I don't understand why. And he said, well, what are you doing different? And I said, the only thing I've done different is I drank a Diet Coke today. And he said, well, the artificial artificial sweeteners make you hungry. And I didn't understand that concept, so I was like, okay, well, let me test it. So I did a whole week where I drank just water. And then I was fine. I wasn't hungry at all. Still sticking to my diet like I was supposed to. Um, and then I drank a Diet Coke and boom, within 30 minutes, I was starving again. So I absolutely, he was like, don't drink, don't chew gum that's got artificial flavors. Don't drink drinks with artificial flavors because you will be hungry. And it's true because I tested it to see if that were the case. And I yeah. did it two or three different times just to see. And sure enough, I got hungry every time. So... That's the reason I don't drink diet drinks. It was like a little science experiment. It, I did it. I tried it for like three or four weeks. I would try to drink a Diet Coke and boom, hungry. So anyway, off that subject, I just wanted to let y'all know it's been exactly a month and I was down 20.3 pounds. That's a big deal. That's awesome. It's a very big deal. I'm excited. Um, a couple of those stories that I wanted to touch on. One was the guy that was kicked off the plane because mm -hmm. his mask was actually a thong. You remember me talking about that? Yes. Here is the piece from The Hill on that story, and hopefully it's got a picture in here of, of the guy. A Florida man was kicked off a United flight for using a thong as a mask to protest the airline's mask mandate. The passenger, Adam Jen, told local news outlet NBC2 that he believes he was in compliance with the airline's mask mandate as the thong covered both his nose and mouth on the December 15th flight between <laughs> Fort Lauderdale and wow, Washington, D.C. Airline staff, however, disagreed and removed him from the flight. Jenna said that he had previously worn a thong as a mask on several previous flights with varied responses from crew members. Uh, that, that, who, who allowed <laughs> that guy to make that video? That's The Hill. That's a major publication. I don't know, but we actually have a friend that, um, I use that word loosely. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, who, we don't really have friends. Well, I don't know who, if you guys know who Kate Wendell is. Um, she used to host the show was it octane that she was the yeah she was she was a host on sirius xm for octane and um 
and lithium. She, her name was Kayla Riley. Oh, can I just tell y'all how excited he was when he found out I knew her, by the way? He was totally fangirling. Um, anyway, her husband, which I've never met, was on a plane with their child a few days ago. And he refused to put a mask on the child because the child would get upset. And so they actually wrote him up um, when he got off the plane and they're I guess they're giving him some kind of a ticket and he might not be able to fly again because of it. Right. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw his Facebook? post. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I mean, two-year-olds sitting in your parents, you know, sitting in the parents' lap. And so. you pull the mask down for a moment and then the COVID police are going to come write you a no, ticket. No, no, the kid, the kid wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah. And was getting upset, so he didn't put the mask back on him, you know. Correct. Anyway. So oh, this is the thong. Dude. This is the this is the thong picture, <laughs> and it's not a lace thong. I mean, it's solid fabric, so I don't see what the problem is. Well, maybe they just think it's obscene. I mean, it it's tacky. Yeah, does his shirt say "Let's Go Brandon"? I don't think it's worth <laughs> throwing somebody off of a plane over, but I think it's tacky. No, it's uh, it, it, these. What's happened is these airlines have gotten their employees so bent out of shape and and so. Uh, got no pun intended, but got the employees' panties in a wad Oof. to where they're hypersensitive about the mask issue. They've probably been threatened, and American Airlines and others have been like, "All right, if if we find out that you allowed one person without a mask on for more right. than half a second, you're fired." They're doing their job, right? So it's put them in a bad situation, and it's absolutely ridiculous. We all well, s- and the guy. I mean, first of all, why are you being a jerk? And not just putting a mask on. You know you're getting on a plane. You know that's the rule. Just if you want to fly, you're choosing to follow the rules. Just like there are still some stores you go into that require a mask. If you don't want to wear the mask, don't shop at that store. Right. You know? So Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. There's also this one we brought up where a woman had gotten pregnant and the baby started growing in her liver. <laughs> in her liver. How does that happen? I, I, I don't know. What is that? Do you remember a few days ago waking up to, um, there was some show that was on the TV about people that went full term and didn't know they were pregnant? Yeah, that'd be me. Do you Did you hear any of that? No, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I really don't know. Like they literally would go to the hospital because they were having cramps and... They were in labor. That's nuts. Was it like a, a my 600-pound life deal? Well, I'm sure that's what we went to bed to, but that's not what we went to bed. No, I mean, no, no, no. They weren't bigger people, no. Oh, okay. No, they weren't bigger people. I was going to say, if you're 600 pounds and then you get pregnant, it would be easy to not notice, I would think, that you're pregnant. You've got a, me over here trying to figure out how they're 600 pounds and get pregnant. Oh, that's <laughs> true, too. Did you stop? That's true. <laughs> I mean. I thought I had seen it all. A 33-year-old woman comes in with a 14-day history of menstrual bleeding and 49 days since her last menstrual period. What they find in the liver is this, a baby. She had an ectopic pregnancy in her liver. We see these sometimes in the abdomen, but never in the liver. This is a first for me. Have you ever seen this? 
Well, I haven't. I don't even know that I'm looking at a liver, let's be honest. Get in my liver. <laughs> Get in my liver. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. David Sears was, was kind of talking about it, too, and he said there are instances where that happens. They get in the abdomen or whatever, and mm-hmm. and if you don't catch it early enough, the baby will grow to the point that it starts messing stuff up, and it kills the mom. Right. Yeah. So that seems like a very dangerous situation for the baby, because like, the baby being in the womb, isn't there a bunch of stuff in there that the baby needs? Or does the baby just survive on the umbilical cord did you not go to health class in high school uh, yeah but did you have to watch that nasty video which one where they gave birth no but i've I've seen one or two of those we had to watch it yeah you know, my, my ex-wife used to work in labor and delivery and she'd come home we I had, know she worked with dr brock i love dr brock well she'd come home and she'd tell these stories while you're eating dinner and i'm like what's wrong with you <laughs> are you stupid why are you telling these stories <laughs> Well, she sees it all day. It's her job. Well, it's not my job. You know, my job is to them. eat this dinner, and you're messing that up. I'll come to your job and mess you up while you're delivering babies. Do you think it's babies. weird that the last time I went to my doctor, I told him that, that hey, for Melissa, <laughs> and he told me to tell her hey? Yeah. yeah that's, nothing's <laughs> weird to me anymore. Here's another one. Uh, Trish, I don't know if you've seen this, but a fake Italian gynecologist has snared 400 women in a webcam scam. You ready for this one? Police in the southern city of Bari seized several smartphones and memory cards from a 40-year-old after wiretapping his calls following complaints of multiple victims. The man is is alleged to have called women who had undergone swabs at clinics across the country to tell them that they had been diagnosed with several vagina vaginal infections. The police said in a statement, he then persuaded them to undergo an online gynecological... Uh, uh, how do you say that? An exam. Yeah. A guy, uh, uh, <laughs> an online gyno exam. <laughs> it said, adding that over 400 women throughout Italy had been targeted. He introduced himself as a doctor. He knew my date and place of birth and asked me if I had done a gyno checkup in recent months. He asked increasingly personal questions, then requested a video call via Zoom or Hangout and asked me to show my private parts to him uh, to confirm the diagnosis. You would totally do that. What, what, what would you say you that? You would totally do that. Why would you say that? Because if you had a doctor telling you that in order to confirm a diagnosis, you needed to strip your clothes off, your anxiety would take over and your clothes would be hitting the floor. I thought you were saying... They would be hitting the deck like that. I thought you were saying I would be the doctor to scam the women. Disgusting. (laughs) I was like, what? Why are you saying that? No, I'm saying like if you were the woman in that situation, you would fall for that. Yeah, I probably would. You totally would. You'd but panic. Like, oh, doctor, you, you didn't no, see my butthole. You wouldn't say it like that. You'd be like, oh my God, how quick can I get a dress? <laughs> can I figure this out quick. He's <laughs> like, oh, I've got colon cancer. Well, hold on a second. Can oh, you? The stuff that stresses him out sometimes, you guys. Hey, Doc, can you see it? Is it in the camera? <laughs> Let me go in the studio where I got multiple yeah. angles. Let me go in the studio so I got good lighting. How's that, Doc? How's it looking? Is it okay? 
I could tell him. <laughs> um, I tell you what, Doc. I'm just going to get my fiance to check for me. Oh, my God. You guys, mm. this man needs some shorts that fit him. I think I see his rear more than I see my own. <laughs> oh, that's all right. You love it. You love it. Well, see, like if I'm in the middle of doing something and my pants start falling. He I literally just... will walk over to me. Can you pull my pants up, please? <laughs> my whole backside's hanging out. Especially when I'm commando. It's just like, it's right there for us. I don't so. know why you keep saying that. Well, I'm, I'm transparent with these people. I'm so dead right now. Yeah, it's all right. The things you learn when we go over schedule. And there, then listen, there's people that listen and watch this show that go without underwear sometimes. And if they say they don't, they're lying. I want to see you go without socks one time. No, not doing that. That's what I want to see. I'm not. I'm not doing this that. This man's feet, not only... He won't walk around in socks. He has to have shoes and socks. I wear my Crocs around the house. Crocs and socks. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out if he wears the socks in the shower. No. Not the <laughs> and he shower. has pretty feet. He used to tell me it's because his feet were ugly. And I finally saw his feet after like a year and a half it's, of it dating. Was, it's not. It <laughs> you like, have pretty feet. But if it's, it's not because my feet are ugly. It's because that if we had carpet, I think I would. But the hardwood, the coldness of it, the hardness of it, like, I got sensitive feet. I just, I can't. Yo, I can't, like, such a baby. this one right here would be walking out. I'll on, walk out to my car. Yeah, she would be walking down the hot pavement barefoot. <laughs> I love to be in the grass with my feet. I can't. I can't do it. It's it's healthy for you. It ain't healthy they for me. They tell you to do that. Naturalists tell you to do that. No, uh-uh. You get all kinds of minerals and stuff from the grass. Do you notice how Chris dirt? Wilson just comes in every yes, Friday night to say, he comes in long hey, enough to say, I wonder if he sets a timer on he his does. phone. He does. Well, it's time for me to go in there and tell him I like the show, but please cut it off. See, Kim agrees with me. She said it's called grounding. Oh, grounding? The last time I did that. It's not I the grounding I grew up with. Yes. Yes, I already got him back for the... <laughs> Andrew, your car smells because of your feet. You mm. can't smell my feet if I've constantly got them covered up. His feet don't stink. I do have Walmart feet a lot, though, because I will walk out to the car. Straight up. Yep, I have to make sure I take a shower at night because <laughs> there's no telling where my feet have been. <laughs> <laughs> Just running all over the place. That's true. Yeah, for sure. That is a true story. Did I ever tell him the story the last... Okay, I used to come home from work. If I've told you the story, I'm so sorry. I used to come home from work every day and sit on the bench outside with my feet in the grass. Because I heard that you're supposed to sit with your feet in the grass for at least 30 minutes a day. Um, that it was really healthy for you. So I would sit on that bench until Andrew fell over it and broke it. The last time I did that, I was out there filming a YouTube video sitting on that bench and I heard gunshots go off and one of my neighbors had shot a neighborhood dog and we live in the neighborhood neighborhood and the police came and shot him and I'm filming a YouTube video at the time. You're talking about the guy back here. Yeah. He died. Yeah. I remember that. 40 years old. It's very sad. And we're in a neighborhood where we're everybody's got- We're like a nice neighborhood. <laughs> what the heck? It's a nice neighborhood. Everybody's got about an acre of land- um, so we're, we're not necessarily spread out. Mm -mm. Um, so there's a lot of house. Our neighborhood's actually pretty big. Yeah. You know, we live on kind of a circle with just, uh, you know, probably about eight to 10 houses, but. 
you know, the neighborhood as a whole is pretty large, but it was the people directly behind us mm-hmm. on the other side of our, was it on the other side of the people that are on the other side of our fence? I can see from my kitchen window, I can see their front porch. Yeah. If that helps you kind of imagine. Because there's a street that runs behind our street. So we have houses that back up to us, and then his house was facing the house that backs up to us. Yeah. Regardless, I'm sitting out there with my feet in the grass, grounding, as Kim says. <laughs> grounding. And filming a YouTube video, and this poor man gets shot and killed by the police. Mm. Nice man with children. Anyway, not trying to bring anybody down, but yeah, that was that. the last time I sat outside with my feet in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> the, the moral of that story. And then Andrew came home that day and fell over the bench and broke it. It all happened at the same time. Yeah, it was dark outside. <laughs> I almost like I almost got severely hurt that night too. And he promised to buy me a new one, and I never saw a bench. Well, well, maybe that's maybe that solves my Christmas gift search. No, we're not doing Christmas gifts. We're gonna go on a trip, a weekend little thing. I want to tell you kind of what I have is is it's not the entire trip, but I have an uh, an well, idea for part of the trip. Mm-hmm. I is the guidestones involved? Well, are the guidestones involved? No. Oh, okay. But it. Nah, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to wait till after Christmas to tell you. Why? Because, I don't know. I don't understand why waiting till after Christmas matters. Well, it, it's about, so, like, if we're, are we going to plan out the trip beforehand? And then, well, I guess we have to. Um, so, it's not going to be like a surprise. We're going to. It's going to be a thoroughly planned... Unless you're wanting to surprise me with something. Well, not really. But usually when you do that, it's because you don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe... Well, I'm trying to make sure what I'm what I'm thinking of doesn't doesn't turn out to be stupid and just sounds good in my head. So well, I'm just gonna, tell me. No, I'm going to wait. No, I think you should tell me. One for tell me, two for no tell me. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you right now. I'll wait till another Aww. night. We'll do it another night. I was excited. Yeah. So, um, we never talked about Christmas stuff tonight, so I guess maybe Thursday night. We <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do it the the, the day before. Well, uh, I wanted to know what everyone's favorite Christmas movie was because we haven't watched a single Christmas movie this year. I don't, I've never really watched Christmas movies. I want to watch a couple. I'm not in the Christmas spirit, and I need to get in the Christmas spirit. Normally, I'm like jingling all the way for a month and a half. Well, normal people. Should be getting in the Christmas spirit, like really getting in the spirit on the Monday leading up, like what five six days before Christmas. No, not. But some people, people do it before Thanksgiving. That's normal men. <laughs> well, whatever. Women get in the spirit like around Thanksgiving. They decorate. They start. Women are more excited about it, I think, because they have to plan. They have to decorate. They have to buy the gifts, wrap the gifts. You well, know. we have to bring down the decorations from the attic. <laughs> and you're not looking forward to that. We hate it. You know what's a, a little sad at our house? Is that Santa doesn't visit us anymore. Yeah. That's a little disappointing. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, once, you, once your kids get to a certain age, uh, in this case, mm-hmm. our youngest is 11. Right. Young, young, young Diddy. Yep. <laughs> and... The Santa Claus thing, we're kind of past that now. So I think it's really going to be the first year where we're waking up the next day and we don't have 
a spread under the tree, which is what he's experienced for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so... No, his mother will probably still do that. Yeah, she probably will. Because that's something mamas do. But it's a different dynamic here because mm-hmm. there's, you know, multiple kids. Mm-hmm. And over know. here, he's got two older siblings that he's got to be cool for. If we tried to put, if we, if Santa were to visit our house, he probably would not be a fan. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Because then he'd feel like we're treating him like a baby in front of Lauren and Kyla. <laughs> right. He's, you know. Like, Santa's not coming this year because uh, we made him think you were a baby. <laughs> P. Diddy's a rapper now. <laughs> He's a big time rapper. Have we talked about that on the show? <laughs> no. Peyton, Peyton has decided that he wants to start rapping as a hobby and, and maybe even turn it Listen, into Listen, his hobby. writing is really good. He writes his own lyrics. He yeah. produces the thing. Like It's actually pretty good. He would kill yeah. me if I played it on here, but no, I kind of want to. He's got like 30,000 listens or something like that. Like, his stuff is popping right now. Yeah, it is. He's actually, he's getting a lot of clicks on his stuff. Like yeah. Here's the thing. Look. He's got a young voice. He just started it. So, as he gets older, <laughs> your Google searches are killing me. As he gets older, of course, it's going to be more clear. You're going to understand it better because he's still got that young voice, you know? Yeah. But if you know the stories behind what he's singing about, it's really clever, his lyrics are. As T said, that kid can spit. Yeah, he can. You think I should play part of it? Sure. But you have to explain what the song's talking about. Well, the song is called Aliens Exist, okay? And... Well, he's got lots of songs. This is just the latest one. Try mastering on SoundCloud. (laughs) And so he's got how many uh he's got six songs he's put out and it's not you know he's got about 10,000 or so listens it's per song uh, No, and no, I think in the whole thing. Oh, okay. I thought he was up around 30. But these are just things that are kind of thrown together. They're like less than 2 minutes a piece, you know. And, well, he and doesn't as, have any equipment. Right. He's just you know, we told him explain the background of the song so they understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one in particular, what yeah. happened was on one of his other songs, he had uh, he for the cover photo of the song, he had used a picture of a kid at school. And I don't know if they were friends or whatever. Yeah, he said he was he liked the kid. OK, so they yeah. were friends. And yeah. there was a picture of him that, that he had posted on Instagram of him just looking real mad about something. Right. But it was just. Peyton thought the the photo was funny. Right. So he's like, I'm going to use that in as a cover positive photo. way. And probably thought the kid was going to be like, oh, that's so cool. you boy. Yeah. Well, the kid got mad and started claiming that he is suing Peyton. He's suing Peyton. And he his parents are suing Peyton's mom <laughs> over this photo that the kid posted <laughs> on kid Instagram. kid drama, you guys. So Peyton created a song that's called Aliens Exist. And the song is really based around... This kid being a snitch and suing him and all kind of stuff. This song's actually really good. It How is, long is it? It's only like two minutes. We can, okay. we can play it. Yeah.
Chasing love, I'm chasing my dream Making money, we taking a cream Hit him up and my man got cream He wanted to smoke, at least that's how I seen Between the lines, he cannot read Like him, Chris had to get off the leash He got scared, he got a sneeze Soldier boy, but I don't hit no sneeze We hit him up, now he can't see Y'all on my page, man, get on my feet Man, stop hating, just on me be Soon as I pull up, they all on me Really, I love it, I'm chasing my dream Blue face, cause that boy is off beat I'm the sickest, I need a vaccine She called me ugly, but I'm chasing my dream Yeah, the junk really matter to me Alabama, cause I'm sipping on tea That boy a hater, he tryna sue me He is a snitch, he can no longer speak If he tryna scrap, then he best be your I'm talking about you, girl, you is petty Think you tough, let's settle with this. Just playing you garbage, I'll throw you in bins. Finna throw punches, I only need 10. That boy all red like Kylo Ren. You a little boy, but you messing with men. If you messing with me, you messing with him. You already know, I'm dissing all stand. How many in my group? Oh, about 10. When it comes to my music, you know he listen. When it comes to my music, you know he listen. When it comes to my music, he always tuned in. He always ducking me, he a chicken. Gonna talk tough, so why you hide in? He got a stutter, he just wait by then. He think he funny, but nobody laughing. Soon as we hit him, he won't know what happened. Soon as he in trouble, he gets a yap. As soon as he in trouble, he gets a yap. So he writes all these lyrics. <laughs> and actually, if you read the lyrics, they sound really good. It's hard to hear them all in the song. And he, uh, he just records it on his phone. Yeah. He took his, his closet at his mom's house. Right. And turned it into a, a full-blown sound booth recording studio. And so he's got like he's got like a whole thing set up in there. It's, it's so, crazy. Listen. And he did it all on his own because when he first mentioned it to me, I was like, oh, that's cool or whatever. And I, I thought if he was actually doing that, he would come to me. We got all the equipment he needs right here. Right. But no, he was he was serious and he took off with it and built everything he needed and started working on it. And there he is. I wish they could read the lyrics, though, because they're really good. Yeah. it's His voice is so young, it's hard to hear them all. Yeah. You know? Well, and I, I told him, you know, you got to get to where you can, you know, add some some passion and, and, and be more, um, what, do you, what do you call it? I mean, this is brand new to him. He's just right. started this. But it was funny. He told me a couple, was it, yeah, like two days ago, he was like, you know, the kids in my grade make fun of me, but the older kids... Love it. Yeah. And they're all trying to talk to me and tell me how great it is and stuff. Yeah, well. I like, And I, I said, well, that's because the kids your age are hating on you. Right. Because they're jealous that the older kids think it's cool. Yeah, they, they just, yeah. yeah. Those kids are mean. Yeah. I'm excited that it has something he's passionate about, and he's good at it. I'm excited about the one line where he said the kid's got a stutter. He's just like Biden. <laughs> he did throw <laughs> some politics in there. Or what about the... Uh, his face is blue. He needs a vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> something I'm like so that. So sick. I need a vaccine. Yeah, I'm so sick. I need a vaccine. <laughs> He's pretty good at it. Yeah. I'm getting that. So I, I plan on you know as he goes uh, further and further with it, he'll really get the hang of it. So stuttering like Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good stuff. <laughs> All right, well that's it. Um, I'm I'm running out of time. I'm getting nervous about Domino, so I, I think know. we need to get out of here. Um. But this may be the longest Friday Night Live we've ever done. No, it's not. Well, that's okay. I and, like going longer. Well, this is kind of what we planned on when we told you guys we were going to switch to one night a week. That mm -hmm. we were probably just going to kind of go till we we were done going. So, and I think I we think did I'm going to put a piece of tape over the time on the computer because right. you're just in radio mode. No, no, I'm just I'm telling you, you're in like 
it's an hour and that's how long it's supposed to be and it's no i'm in the mode of i'm trying to get up at three o'clock in the morning and i still need to like shower and eat Great dinner news. and all this stuff you have the weekends off now <laughs> you <laughs> no, don't I, have to get up at three o'clock in the morning i thought that didn't start till later on till after okay. christmas well that's fine we can do it that way we'll see what happens. i say that but as i told y'all earlier i've i've gotten out of the rhythm of of getting up early I've broken that cycle, and now it's like impossible to to get back up. And I yeah, I know. I lay there listening to the um, alarms to, go off for like two I hours. I listen to the alarms going off. I'm up since three o'clock now. He has not been up since three o'clock because <laughs> I get up when he gets up. Sometimes I'll go back to bed for like an hour, but so her mornings consist of waking up at three, listening to alarms for two hours. As I, and watching at least two programs so I don't wake him as a... <laughs> right, she's just let there, sitting there letting me sleep <laughs> as my alarms are blaring. And here is my life for anyone that cares. I am laying there with him taking up three-fourths of the bed and then two cats, one laying on my at my back, like up against my back, so I can't roll over either direction. I'm like a... I'm like the middle of a bookcase. I'm like the books in a, and you're the bookend and the cat's the bookend. And then the other cat is sleeping on my side. Right. So I'm completely surrounded <laughs> all the time. She's like um she's like one of those uh she's like a tree in the jungle gym. You is know, that what kids I am? kids hanging off of it, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and it, anytime I try to like change the TV cuz we have to use our phones to change the TV, the cat's swatting my phone out of my hand. It's like it's the whole thing and it starts at 3 a.m. Cat's like I'm trying to sleep, buddy. No, he Turn wants my attention. Off. He doesn't want me paying attention to the phone. No. Which, have you told them they're opening the door now? No, oh, in the the front. So I saw um, on, there's a show on TLC called Jazz, something like that. Her name is Jazz or something. I don't know. Anyway, their cat opens the door the same way ours does. Jumps up and slaps it open. So I'm thinking we're just going to have this issue. Yeah, the cat has watched us go in and out the door and has figured out how to jump up there and grab... She, he hasn't figured out how to fully open it yet, but He's he, figured it out. He just can't get it to push. Right, so he hasn't yeah. figured out how to get out the door yet, but he understands the concept. Right. So he's he's like, one day. One day. I'm well, he's get. opened it fully once. He's only done it one time that I've seen. So, are you eating Richard Dixon snacks? <laughs> Did you empty Richard, him into your backpack? I thought you were going to say Richard Dixon's Hold nuts. <laughs> Hold on. These are, um, what are these called? Pecans? Pecans, yes. These are pecans that Richard Dixon gave us. Hold on, I have a question. Because I noticed the entire tin was empty this morning. Did you just empty it into your backpack? What tin? The plastic tin that he, or plastic, <laughs> plastic container tin. that he sent the snacks home in. No. Because if you recall, you and I had the conversation. There was one piece of fudge, and there was this in there. Oh, okay. I told you I was sticking that in my backpack just to have some snacks. I thought maybe the cats got a hold of it. No. My memory's awful. That's all me. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm eating freaking... I hope you guys have a good weekend. I'm eating healthy freaking pecans just because I want pizza, and I'm trying to take my mind off off my cravings. Yeah. You're doing good, baby. I'm proud of you. All right, guys. Thank y'all so much. Oh, we've had fun. We love you a long time. Bye, guys. And yes, Kim, I'm going to watch that video. I actually sent it to Andrew to play on the show, but uh, he we went into a different direction. What show was she that? She sent me a video of Kurt Cobain's house. 
Oh, okay. The Hollywood Hills thing. Yeah. And we'll look into that conspiracy because I, I remember watching two or three videos that took it in a totally different direction and I just don't remember the details of it. Yeah. We we'll got to get back up. into our conspiracies. That's it. Well, you know, have a good weekend. What do we I will... decide on Thursday night? Yeah, I plan on doing a Friday Night Live on a Thursday. Yeah. So the 23rd, which is the day before Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. we'll just plan on doing that. Okay. And that'll make it easier for everyone. So y'all keep a... Y'all keep an eye out for that. Sounds good. Until next time. Bye, guys. See you, girls.